Reiki goddess blessings everyone. It's been a hot minute since I've done a podcast, but I am being divinely guided to start these up again. And I was very pleasantly surprised to see when I went back on my Anchor app and looked at my analytics that I've had about 600 listens since I did the initial um Reiki guided meditation and and podcast. So that's pretty amazing, especially since I haven't been consistent. Consistency is a very interesting energetic topic or theme for me in my life because I find that there's certain things in my life that, um, you know, there's a knowing, there's a knowing about it. Is this something I need to be consistent with or is this something I need to move away from? Certain things like our self-care, the kind of food we put into our body, our consistency with whatever exercise plan works for us, um, hygiene, you know, all of those things, how you show up for your relationships, consistency is really huge. But then there's other things like this podcast that there may be times that you need a little energetic break or maybe you need to redirect your focus to something else that is going to expand you in a new way or the better way for you in that moment, like working on an art project or starting a garden or finding a new job, you know, those kind of things. There's moments where you just know, okay, it's time to kind of tap out of this for a little bit and I feel myself being tugged in this direction. So let's go be curious. Let's go explore. But anyway, I'm back and today we're going to be doing a channeled guided Reiki meditation that I did with Aphrodite, um, goddess Aphrodite and her priestesses of the deep sea. This one I channeled for a um, local goddess circle that I create and lead and it was in February, the month of, right, we think of being romantic love, but I really wanted to put the focus on the women and women's empowerment and the concept of loving ourselves, loving our body, taking care of ourselves first, knowing it's okay to do that and um, that we can do it for ourselves. So what we did in this um, women's circle was we talked about a lot of the myths and programming that are out there about women's bodies and our faces and our outward appearance and you know the things that bother us that you know product pushing and body shaming and pairing ourselves to other women's and thinking we have to get involved with exercise programs or diets that just don't feel right to our body right the is the list is endless we also talked about the way we were raised, maybe the way that our mothers or our grandmothers even showed up in this circle very prominently, um, our grandmothers' ideas of what was appropriate, you know, for our bodies, for our faces, how we acted as women, um, you know, putting ourselves first, putting ourselves last, those kind of things. So if you wanted to follow along with this concept, you could do your own little goddess circle at home. The first thing I would recommend would be to pull out your journal and write down all of the things that come to you about the way society presents women or expects women to show up. Um, and you will see that what comes out for you are probably the main, um, you know, the main energies that you need to work on within your own life. It may be body shaming. It may be, do I really need all these products? It may be, I don't really want to wear makeup everywhere I go to feel that I have to just to step outside the house that I have to wear makeup. So whatever those things are for you, write them down, let them show up on paper. Writing is a great way, you know, when we're in a circle and women start talking, everything just naturally comes to the surface. It's like that beach ball that you're trying to push under the surface of the pool water. It's going to come up. So, but when you're at home and you're alone and you're creating your own little inner goddess circle, um, journal, write. Writing will help you expose all the things that you've kind of been pushing below the surface. And once you see all of those things that come up personally for you about beauty standards for women, now you can really dive deeper into it and you can say, where did I start to believe this? When did this become a part of my psyche? Was it in my girlhood? Was it in my teenage years? Was it in my young adulthood, college, etc.? 
And you can start to rewrite those beliefs and programs that are very much ingrained in you um, by reworking them. And also by reworking how you put yourself out in the world. I'll give you one example. For me, during um, the pandemic times, I just got to the point that when I did start to go back out again, I thought, I don't really want to put on a face full of makeup to go get a, a bag of groceries. Or to go to the post office for stamps. And so I found myself really not even having to force myself. It just became natural. Natural is a good word here when we're talking about beauty standards. But it became natural that I did not want, I just couldn't make myself do those things anymore. And I started to push back against those norms or expectations. And so I would go out without any makeup on. But also, in um, converse to that, one of the things that happened is that I was never really somebody that fussed with my skin, but I noticed with being in my 50s that my skin was getting drier and that I was having like some menopausal breakouts and things like that. And so for the first time in my life, instead of um, just washing my face with regular soap and water and just using any old body moisturizer that I had, I started to explore some products that felt right for me. I started to go through this period where I really wanted to take care of my face because I was looking at my face more. I was looking deeper into my own eyes in the mirror, um, trying to combat the critical, critical side, you know, of, oh, look at that wrinkle or look at this dryness or look at that blemish or look at that crevice or <laughs> whatever you want to call it, right? And, and to just really look at myself. But I just felt the need for some pampering. And it really wasn't about the products per se, because I certainly did purchase and buy products that were um, not tested on animals, that were using natural ingredients and not any added chemicals, things like that. But all of a sudden, I didn't want to push against that norm of, you know, you got to put the six products on your face at night and in the morning and all that stuff. I really wanted to take care of my skin. I really wanted to do something to pamper myself. And I found that by using products that worked for me, I really enjoyed that my skin was more supple. I enjoyed, you know, I can't say that any of these products that I've tried have done a tremendous job at, you know, taking wrinkles away. I think all of that is probably a fallacy, but it certainly did make me feel good to massage my face gently, to put a nice warm washcloth on my face and to feel, you know, just the vibration of that, the comfort, the care of that. Um, so it was really more about the care of my skin than the actual products themselves or the high expectations of the products. The touching tenderly of my skin, the massage, the contact of my hand, my fingers with my face, m me be taking care of my own body in a self-care way. So those are two, um, you know, end of the scale um, experiences there so you will have to see like what comes up for you and then you have to say to yourself what do I now I let me figure out where this belief or program became ingrained about beauty standards for me and what do I want to do to combat it what will make it start to bring it to like the middle way the middle the middle of the road instead of always being so extreme with how we look at beauty and self-care So if you want to continue this little um, body appreciation, self-care, goddess circle for yourself at home, um, the next thing that we did at the goddess circle was that we made a list. We took some time and sat quietly and we made a list of all of the things that our body does for us. So taking the focus off what's wrong with my body, where is my body failing, where is my health failing, what's wrong with my appearance, all of that stuff, taking our focus off the outward and the physical and starting to look at what are the things, because this list will far outweigh the other list, even if you have a chronic, acute, serious health problem um, or a, var a various health problems, Trust me, making this list will make you feel better about your body. So what you do is you sit down and you journal all of the things that your body does do for you that gives you joy, pleasure, and really the big word is experience. Because our bodies are not here to look good. 
to for ourselves or for others. There's so much more to us than the way we look, but we've been programmed to focus on that because there isn't a complete market that goes around it with selling products, but there's also a complete market around it with lowering our self-esteem. When your self-esteem and confidence is low, you don't try new things. You don't look at things in new ways. You don't adventure out. So it's only to um, the media, to big corporation, and to the powers that be, it's only to their advantage that you do not feel good about yourself. So let's rewrite that. And you're going to sit down and you're going to journal all of the things that your body does for you that gives you pleasure. So start with your senses. What are the things that you love to look at? Just saying that, you must be thinking right now, wow, that's a huge list. It is a huge list. All of the things that you love to hear, all of the things you love to smell, all of the things you love to taste, all of the things you love to touch. And then go deeper, all of the things about your intuition, the things that you sense on a deeper, more um, metaphysical, your metaphysical abilities. This is a list that you can work on. Maybe you want to take a week or two weeks or a month. And every day as part of your morning or evening routine, you're going to continue to add to this list. And that's important because you will be amazed at how much. you. This is an endless possibility list. It, you might eventually start adding things that you haven't experienced within those senses that you would like to experience. So um, just to shoot a couple out now, I mean, obviously, we love to hold uh, our grandchildren or our children. We love to give hugs to people that we love. We love to look at the sunrise or the sunset or a rainbow shooting across the sky. We love to feel the sun warming our body. We love to cuddle with a book and a blanket on a cold winter night. We love to go for a walk in the snowy woods and take in the stillness within the woods, the, um, the pristine, the purity of the whiteness that comes with the fresh snowfall. You might write down that you, you, you remember the smell of your grandmother cooking an apple pie when you were little. Or that you love going to a concert in the summertime and being outside under the stars and listening to the live music and taking in the experience of the energy of all those people being in one place loving this music and how that raises the vibration. So as you can see, I could go on and on and on, but the premise of this um, journaling experiment is for you to develop an honor and give gratitude, appreciation to your body for all of the things that it does for you. And some of these things might be extremely, you know, every day, like, um, you know, taking a hot shower or getting into bed and cuddling under, you know, a series of warm blankets or turning to your spouse and partner and, you know, saying goodnight and hearing their voice before you drift off. All of these things are what makes our experience on earth and the ability that the, the idea that we come here and we we embody a body without this body we would not be able to experience the vastness that we do on this planet one last idea for um, this ritual or activity is that when you are having a low day where maybe you don't feel good about your body weight or the way your face looks or whatnot or you're having you know a, a health crisis day that would be the time to pull out this list that you've created. You could even purchase a really pretty journal that you use just for this particular activity ritual. And then there you would have in that moment something where you could say, look at the vast variety of all the things my body does and gives for me. Um, and it will bring you back to a place of equilibrium. It'll take you very quickly out of your ego mind of judging and analyzing your body or maybe being angry at your body because something is going on health-wise in the moment and it will bring you back to a place of gratefulness and gratefulness is a love energy it's an energy that expands our wisdom our knowledge our heart our perception so give it a try and see how it opens you and awakens you 
to a new love and a new relationship with your body. Okay, so before we go into the the guided um, meditation with Aphrodite, I'm going to read to you a um, piece of prose that I channeled and wrote, and this is actually in my second book called Soul Speak. Called, I'm sorry, Call Her In Soul Speak for, with the Sacred Feminine. You can purchase my book on Amazon. You can also purchase it in my Dream a Little Designs Etsy shop, and you can also just PM me and order it directly through me. Both of the books that I wrote were done at the beginning of my Divine Feminine Awakening, and it was really what I was listening to as I was connecting with this concept of a female face of God. And I started to hear this voice that was sending me messages, and so I was writing them down every day. And then eventually um, I was told to put them into um, a book. So I ended up self-publishing just to save time because if you've ever tried to publish a book, it's a very lengthy process of getting a publisher. But um, that's what this prose is from. And I also read this at the Goddess Circle that I created around this body appreciation and self-love for the February Circle. So make yourself a hot cup of tea or coffee and get cozy and... Let's begin. Woman as temple. Would you walk into a temple or church or synagogue or any place of worship and judge its exterior? Would you say to the temple, your ancient walls are made of uneven stones. I see all the cracks and lines that have come into them after years of settling. The statues and artifacts that beautified your altars are now antique, worn, gleamless, have less value over the years. The vision of your stained glass is blurry with years of dust and wear. Some of your windows are just too tall, too narrow, too wide, just out of proportion with the temple down the street. Would you say to this sacred temple, your curtains that blew wild in the wind are a bit more listless now, have some faded sunspots within them. The pews creak and shift and buckle, and oh, look at your foundation now, scuffed from footsteps walked upon over the years. Your ceiling is dripping leaks, and overall, everything about you, you that houses goddess, is weathered, wrinkled, slower, weaker, and faded compared to the next church or temple next door, which is younger and newer. No, we do not say that when we walk into the physical home of God, goddess. Why? Because we intrinsically know that it is about the spirit of the place, the wisdom, the inner beauty. We actually find some comfort in the ancient holding of an older building. We forget the where and think of the soul of the space. The souls that for centuries perhaps came with their prayers and their sins, their fears and their tears, and sat there. We know spirit held all of them dear in this place, and we know the cracks, scuffs, and wear has all been val valiantly earned. Should we not hold the thought of our bodies as the same imperfection housing perfection time honored wisdom coming finally to the surface each one of us is a special dwelling place where god goddess lives and speaks and heals the world honor your temple so that prose is powerful, and it's powerful because, because we know that it's true, that we would never go into a sacred temple, temple site, church, synagogue, etc., any place that we consider the physical home of God, goddess, whatever that is for you, okay? You would never go in there and start picking apart, analyzing, judging, <clears throat> making fun of 
um, the older parts of the building. In fact, that would actually give it more soul, more character. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so it's really important to look at your yourself that way because your body, our bodies are this intricate, all-knowing system, this ecosystem and universe of its own. Your body, there's only one of it. And everything within your body knows its job knows its energy, knows its place, knows how to interconnect with the other parts of the body so that everything works in unison so that you have a body that moves through the world so that you can experience the world. That is one of the most beautiful concepts I think that we could ever meditate on and really absorb and take in. And again, when we shift our focus and perspective and we start to do that, what we do is we turn those old programs and concepts that are coming at us from outside of us, whether it be the way we were raised by the women in our life or the men, um, and you know what we learned in school, what you know what you start seeing when you're seeing media, television shows, magazines, you know, social media, all of that stuff. You're taking in so many concepts, and sometimes at a very deep unconscious level, but. That's why it's important to watch what you expose yourself to because it's all coming in and coming at you. Whether you think you believe it or want to believe it in the moment, if you're exposing yourself to it, you almost have to be doing the counter wave um, of programming to set it straight and not just be taking it in. So there's this um, lovely idea that what if you just loved exactly what's happening in this moment with your body? What if you didn't even, you know, it's great to have a plan or a goal. And yeah, we should always be trying to eat more nutritiously and exercise and move more, whatever that is for us. Um, but not be setting your sights out there. You know, taking your focus off the past and taking your focus off the future and saying, I'm going to love myself. I'm going to look in the mirror today and love myself exactly as I am in this moment because this is how I am. This is who I am in this moment. So again, comparing it to that concept of a sacred temple or sacred space, um, you know, being okay that maybe your windows are a little foggy or your windows are a little too narrow or too wide or they're out of proportion um, <clears throat> with another temple's windows or that your curtains are a little tattered. You know, it's kind of funny if you let yourself smile and laugh with it a little bit or that you got faded sunspots in your curtains, just like we get those on our skin over time. You know, that your pews creak and shift and buckle. You know, that your joints do that, that your bones do that at times um, as you get older and that your foundation is a little scuffed up from all the footsteps, all the experience over all those years and that maybe your ceiling is dripping a little bit, um, and everything is a little wrinkled and a little slower and a little weaker, um, or maybe doesn't look like somebody else's exterior, because it's not supposed to. You know, over time, and maybe just sometimes it's during certain times in our life, we are a little more weathered. We are not just physically, but also mentally and emotionally maybe spiritually, um, and we are, we are a little more weathered. We are a little bit more worn down. We are a little bit more tattered from what happens in life, and it's giving ourselves a little grace in those moments. It's talking to yourself and understanding that all of these things that are physically changing on you are or and sometimes it's not even that if you're younger and you're listening to this it's just why do i look this way but that person looks that way you know what i mean why did i get this body but they have that body and it's working with that concept of like you know because that is the body they're meant to have for whatever they are supposed to karmically experience and the energy they're supposed to process through it and the life soul path lessons that they have for this particular incarnation, whereas I got this body for what I am meant to show up and experience. Um, and if you're listening to this and you're maybe somebody who's aging, you know, understanding that everything that um, is showing up on you 
is a reflection of energy that you've processed or not processed, experiences that you've had. Um, and that doesn't mean that we don't work on our healing path. It doesn't mean that we just accept, you know, oh, I'm in a poor state of health right now. I'm not saying that at all. Of course, you always want to be bringing yourself back to your natural state is homeostasis, which is that everything is working in conjunction for your highest good. That is for your soul and for your body. Um, but being more gentle with yourself and understanding that it's the experience that everybody has is, as they age, that it kind of shows up on your outer self. Um, and, you know, if you want to compare yourself to something in nature, think about when you are going for a walk or a hike and you come across a big, old, beautiful tree. And there's something that stops you in your tracks because you know the difference even between a young tree, a sapling, and an old tree. I mean, yes, the size obviously is a giveaway, but there's something about the energy difference in those two trees. And that old tree has a way of just pulling you in where you stand beneath it and you look up into its branches or you sit down and put your back up your spine where your chakra system is and you align it with the tree trunk and its chakra system and you feel how that tree carries a different energy. It has the energy of ancient knowingness. It's not intellect. It's wisdom. It's eternity within that tree. And there is a sublime peacefulness to that. It's really the same way that you loved your grandparents. You know, this idea that they are perfect just as they are. And they are adorable and they are cute, even though they might be old and shrinking and wrinkly. You don't ever look at them and think, oh my gosh, they're old. I never want to look like that or be like that. You love them as they are. And it's a part of who they are. Their physical changes. You know, it's the cycle of life. And, you know, buildings get older and bodies get older and trees get older. Um, people get older. And the way to most quickly get to a place of equilibrium with all of this is to just have a sense of surrender and acceptance. And again, that doesn't mean that you don't take care of yourself. It doesn't mean that you don't look into um, health issues that you have either through medical help or energy healers. Um, it simply means that you love yourself exactly as you are in this moment and appreciate all the things that your body can do because again that list will far outweigh the things that your body cannot do okay so take some nice cleansing deep breaths in and out now and get yourself comfortable wherever you are and we're going to do the Pearl of Wisdom, Aphrodite, Body Appreciation, Guided Meditation now. I'm going to turn the ocean wave sound up and let's see what Goddess Aphrodite and her priestesses bring through for you about what the true Pearls of Wisdom are in regards to loving and seeing your body for the majestic being the individualized, unique being that it is. Take some deep, slow breaths, centering yourself in your body, quieting it down, down, deeper down, to a place of sacred peace and self-love. Breathing in and out in succinct rhythm. Let yourself open to the concept of truly loving your body. Sink into the in-breath and the out-breath. Feel how good it feels to let yourself adore your body 
and be thankful for all it gives to you. Deep, slow breaths, deeper down, deeper down into your true essence. As I send you the Reiki energy and symbols. Chakure, chakure, chakure. Sehiki, sehiki, sehiki. Hon shaze shonen. Hon shaze shonen. Hon shaze shonen. Daiko mio. Daiko mio. Daiko mio. Murkafakalishma. 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 And the violet flame of transformation. Deep, slow breaths, quieting your mind's idea of your body and listening to your heart's wisdom of it instead. May the Reiki energy of purest divine love, surrounded in soft pink glowing light, come upon you now as we call in Goddess Aphrodite. Aphrodite is not only the energy of romantic love, she is foremost the energy of self-love, self-care, natural and holistic wellness. Watch her come into your third eye vision screen. She is the ocean and all its commotion of life. Rising up, pure white garments blowing in the sea breeze about her lavish body. Her body of curves, hills and valleys, crests and peaks. She is full-figured, solid, proud, confident in her body. Look into her soul portal her eyes let their twinkle envelop you take in her salty flowery scent and let the warm heat coming off of her soothe you breathe at her feet a scalloped pink and cream shell her birth shell her yawny shell. She knows from where she has been sourced. Her power is her divine mother God. She wants to teach you this as well. Let your eyes wander her form now. What else do you sense and take in about her how does she morph and show up just for you in this moment in time she is showing up in a way that you need to see yourself more clearly breathe and see Breathe and hear now. Breathe and remember. Breathe and know. The waves are foamy and high, splashing her body in breathtaking, cold awakenings. Still she stands so still. A smile spreads wide on her face. She reaches out to you opening her hands there in her palm, each palm a pearl. You must choose a pearl now. You move closer to her, 
your toes sinking in the gritty sand. You are in trepidation about her tumultuousness, for though she stands still, all about her moves mysteriously. Her very energy body is a swirl, a vortex, and you feel it drawing you in. You know to come into her field is to surrender your old ideas of loving yourself, your old self-talk, beliefs, programs, and every laceration you have ever given yourself about your body and its value. She will have none of it. She is here to erase every minute in time that you have devalued your body's worth and abilities. You look closer at the pearls and take a deep breath. One is large, crystal pure, luminous white. The other pearl is small, black, and dull. Will you choose the new vision of you, the white pearl, or will you choose the same old, heavy vision of you, the black pearl? A mighty inner wave comes up from your sacral chakra into your solar plexus chakra. As you move closer to Aphrodite, you feel your seat of power combining with her energy at your solar plexus, bringing you into a more embodied state, being in your body, but with appreciation, honor, and gratitude. You feel an unstoppable force, a desire rich in readiness. Closer, you move towards her. The seawater is at your ankles now. Closer, you inch. The sky turns a potion of hot magenta pink. Sherbert oranges. The crisp water is at your knees as you move closer to her. She seems to be moving further back, lulling you into the ocean. You are not deterred. There is a heat rising in you to get to her now. The water licks at your thighs. It's cool and heavy and you walk on. She moves further back, still holding the pearls of wisdom out. Will you come? Will you persevere? Yes, the waves have calmed, but still the water is up to your chest. You will have to swim. Aphrodite snaps her fingers and out of the water rises her temple priestesses. Dressed in shades of coral, seafoam green, Caribbean blue, and soft pink. They levitate around her in a crescent moon-shaped semicircle. She on her shell, they on the water's surface. Women in their power poses. Women radiating self-knowledge. Women holding passion for life, living in the beauty of who they individually are in the universe. You don't know how you will get to them. The sea is so cold and you feel your body waning and swimming is impossible. You think you will have to go back, though your wish is to join them, to be with them to be of them. 
Then, in unison, the priestesses motion to you with their index finger. Come. 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 How, you yell out, and the wind picks up more. The seabirds hover above. The waters whip about. Stand upon the water and walk with your head held high. And be assured in who you are. They whisper to you over the wind. You know to analyze or question this moment is to waste a transformative gift they are offering you. You instantaneously decide to believe in your body's ability. If they say you can, you know you can. You know you will. You focus your thoughts and your intentions and up you rise, up, up you rise through the water until your bare feet bottoms rest on the ocean's surface. Wow! One foot in front of the other, you move nearer to these wild women, these self-loving sorceresses. And finally, you are there. You bow to Aphrodite as she holds the pearls out for you to choose. The choice is easy. You desire to love yourself like you never have before, to see yourself and be yourself in a new light, to walk in the rooms of the world in a new way. And as you gratefully accept the big glowing white pearl, a shockwave rushes through your body. And the softest of pink light energies floods over you. Delicate pink flower petals fall from the clouds above. Aphrodite and her priestesses begin to sing a siren song, calling you back to yourself. Hear them sending your name over and over out into the wide world. Your body feels like the majestic temple it is, a place to worship. Your body that births, that sees, that hears, your body that touches and smells, your body that walks and runs and talks, your body that holds those you love, your body that creates, that works, that cooks, your body that intuits and deciphers, your body of pleasure and pain, your body that emotes, all your parts of your body, an ecosystem working magically together to give you a body of experience here on earth. A body of experience here on earth. This is the main pearl of wisdom. You are here not because of how you should look or can look, but so that you can experience. And a lightning bolt of wisdom comes to you it was never about the outward. It was always about how you move your body in the world to explore the senses you've been gifted. Body appreciation comes dashing over you. Wonder, deep curiosity for all you can explore with your body. There is a promise in you to shift your focus from how your body can appear to what your body can explore and experience moving forward. And you know this shift in perspective will free you, free you to nourish your body correctly, free you to be gentle with your body, free you to listen 
to your body and what it needs in the now moment. Free you to cease beating your body up with unrealistic expectations and free you to rest and move it more as needed. This wisdom frees you to honor every outward wrinkle, dimple, bump as a part of you. And it frees you to give up focusing on your supposed body flaws. It frees you from the outer world of product pushing and the idea that you can be made better. And it frees you to love yourself as you are right now in this moment. This and these are the pearls of wisdom. You have accepted this glowing, majestic pearl, and you hold it to your heart now. You allow its energy, its wisdom, to penetrate all parts of your body, but especially your heart. Your heart is tired of feeling bad about your body. Your heart wants to be happy with all the things that you can do and experience through your body. You send your thankful love back to Aphrodite and her priestesses. Women help women, and you promise that you will teach this wisdom to other women along the way as you bid the goddess and her priestesses farewell. Watch the sun set behind them in a rainbow of reiki calming colors as you come slowly delicately back into your body in this room in the room you are in right now focusing on your breath in your body in the room you're in right now and when you're ready open your eyes and become fully aware in your body. Reiki goddess blessings, everyone. I hope that that awakened you, inspired you, and gave you a whole new perspective on how you can work with, enjoy, experience, and of course, love your body. That was basically an entire goddess circle that I just did with you. And I'm starting to wonder if maybe, and let me know, send me a, send me an email at runningonreiki at gmail.com. Um, the link is in my podcast bio. If you might be interested in doing a online goddess circle, like we, I guess I'd have to figure out how to do it through Zoom. Um, because... It's great to do it individually, and I'm glad I just gave you all the tools to do that, but one of the most magical parts of the goddess circle is sitting there together and having that back-and-forth conversation with other women, um, hearing our voices, joining our voices, looking into each other's eyes, holding sacred space for ourselves. And although I do prefer to do it in person because the energy is just so potent and palpable, who knows, maybe it could actually work on... Um, on an app like Zoom, so I can put some thought into that if there's some interest. Anyway, I hope that um, that elicited some wonderful self-love for you, and I'm very happy and honored to be back into showing up again on the Running on Reiki podcast that I created. Please check out some of my um, back podcasts. I mean, I cover all different topics from cutting cords to channelings with specific um, energies like Archangel Michael um, goddess, um, Kuan Yin, focus on different spirit messages that I hear coming through for the group consciousness, as well as a lot of focus of clearing energy within our chakras and like revitalizing them. Um, so yeah, thanks for showing up today. I'm glad that you were here. In closing, uh, thoughts here, just wanted to remind everyone that I do offer distance Reiki, what I call shamanic journey um, healing sessions where we, um, I get a 
through sending the Reiki to you, and this is great if you're somebody who likes to have, be at home and be comfortable in your own clothing, your own bed, your own space, um, I'd send distance Reiki anywhere in the world, and I always get a hearing, a hearing, a hearing, a hearing vision. Well, I get a vision, and I hear messages that are specifically for you, and sometimes it's your guides that come through, sometimes it's specific angels for you, sometimes it's past loved ones. Um, but there's always a vision and a message that is taking you to a a place, a vision quest, a sacred space where um, you're meant to be in that moment to heal something that's going on in your life. And we certainly can set intentions for that Reiki session and you can ask specific questions and you can learn more about that at my um, Dream a Little Reiki uh, Wix site page, which is my... Um, Reiki and Reiki Oracle Readings page. So if you're interested in that, check out the link in my bio. If you're interested in healing energy art as part of your um, spiritual path journey, I do all types of commissioned energy art and I also sell many originals and prints of any of my art in my Dream a Little Designs Etsy shop. And I have my two books, which I also offer and they again are on Amazon in my Etsy shop or you can just PM me. Love to hear from you. If you had anything that came through during this transmission listening today I would love to hear your story about how this opened something for you shifted something a vision you had anything I think that would be great I love um, hearing how what comes through me opens and awakens other people that's the whole point of doing it so send me an email to running on reiki at gmail.com or if you have any suggestions for future podcast episodes that your themes that you're interested in so have a great day, sending you lots and lots of love. And in close, remember the most important thing about your body is that you are here. You are alive. It, focus on how that feels to be alive, to be moving in the world and have a deep, profound gratitude and just mesmerization and awe about the fact that you are here, you are alive, and you are the only you. Reiki blessings, everyone. Have a great day. And always remember that you must love yourself because you are love. You are love and you are loved and you are here to love.